10 days of prayer. In this season of appointment transitions, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 through 18 reminds us to always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. As pastors and churches are bidding goodbyes and others are setting welcomes, it may be a time of mixed emotions, but we are reminded that God is the one who calls and sends us into the mission field. My name is Reverend Adeline Kufarimai, the Director of Connectional Ministries for North Alabama Conference. I'll be sharing this with my husband, Tiwirai, who is the pastor of St. Paul Triana, UMC. As a United Methodist pastor, I understand what it means to itinerate. There have been times that I have enjoyed my new appointments, and there are other times I've been not so joyous about my appointments. But I have learned to trust God in every appointment that God has assigned me to each year. My husband and I always depend on the power of prayer in every new appointment that God has sent us. Prayer is our communication in how we relate to God. The communication of the human source desires and emotions. In every new appointment that we have seen ourselves in, we have always set 10 days of prayer in seeking God's guidance for the work that is set before us. The origins of the idea of 10 days of prayer really touched me in 1998 when I was sent to St. James in Dangambura Mutare in Zimbabwe. When I arrived there, there were a group of members from that church who would always start the year with 10 days of prayer as a small group. When they invited me to participate, if I wanted to, as well as uh, just wanted me to know, I in turn invited them to open it up to the whole church. Though they were skeptical, when we did that, the, almost the whole congregation came for those 10 days. People were excited about it. People felt the moving of the spirit about it, and we started the year at a high spirit. So I have adopted that everywhere we have gone, and we have adopted it, and we have found people love it, and we have found the power of praying for those 10 days. Here we are offering an outline a suggestion for those who are going for new appointments that this may be a time to take 10 days of prayer and pray for the ministry there. On day one, prayer for God's vision and God's plans in the new appointment. From Jeremiah 29, 11, we hear the words, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Day 2, praying for wisdom and guidance. 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 11 to 13 says, So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. 
I will give you a wise and understanding heart, such as no one else has had or ever will have. And I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. Day 3. Prayer for family during ministry transition. Joshua chapter 24 verse 15. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Day 4. Prayer for the new church and its ministries. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15 through 16. By speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by every ligament with which it is equipped. As each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth in building itself up in love. Day 5. Prayer for the new community. First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority, so that we can live peacefully and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Day 6. Prayer for peace within your heart. John 14 verse 27. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Day 7. Prayer for provision. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Day 8. Prayer for faithfulness to your call. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Day 9, prayer for the leadership team. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. Day 10, prayer for Sabbath. Genesis 2 verse 2. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. As we bow for prayer, we pray that God will lead you and guide you, and you will be empowered and get the power of the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Let us pray. Eternal and merciful God, we thank you 
for your call on our lives, for your call on the lives of your servants, whom you are sending into these new places. We pray, God, for the places that they are going. We pray for the leadership. We pray for the congregation. We pray for the community. We pray for even civic leaders in those communities. We pray, God, that the time your children will spend in prayer and talking to you will be a time for you to talk to them, lead them and guide them in their churches to do fruitful ministries, ministries that touch lives and transforms lives, ministries that make disciples make the disciples. Lord, we are praying right now because we know the power of prayer. We know the power that you can impart and we know what you can do. So Lord, use your servants, use your churches in the ministry that you have for us all. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.